Welcome to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. The number one motivation show on the planet. No more Mondays for you. It's time to make every day Saturday. This is the podcast where we help you to accept who you are, not where you are. On the roller coaster of life, you know we only sit in the front seat champion. So make sure you are fastened in Let's go. Tired of feeling run down all the time during the week? We can help you make every day feel like it's a Saturday. Let's go pack your bags. It's time to leave Averageville. Introducing the man who thinks abnormal stands for above normal. When you're on fire, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. We are fired up. The host of the Every Day is Saturday show, Sam Crowley. Hello, champion. Welcome back to the Everyday Saturday Podcast. You want to talk a little bit more about money, money. You know, money's mentioned a lot in the Bible. I've heard, and I don't know if this is true, uh, sounds like a really good saying, even if it's not, that the reason God mentions money more than any other topic in the Bible is because he knew how much power it would have over us. That much I know it's true. That's why God mentions it so much. I don't know if it's the most mentioned word in the Bible. I got to think that... Uh, God himself is probably referenced more. But anyway, I uh, am getting a little bit off track. I digress a little bit. By the way, it's Sam Crowley, host of the number one motivational podcast on planet Earth. It's the Everyday Saturday show built for you and ready for the individual who just wants to go after your dream. Because, you know, look, life's short. You know, I'm 53 years old. There's a lot of people I went to high school with that aren't around anymore. And I'm only 53. Uh, and you realize that coming into your 30s and then into your 40s, you start uh, you start seeing a few more people in the obituaries than you do in the wedding announcements. You know what I mean? You go in your 20s, you're in everybody's wedding. Into your 50s and 60s, you start going to everybody's funerals. Crazy, man. But, but we all want to believe that this thing called life is, you know, it can go on forever and you'll get to it. You'll get to that dream. You'll get to it someday, right? One day. No, you're not. You're not going to do it. And this podcast is not for that individual. I understand procrastination is a big deal. You know, it's the kamikaze pilot on a 17th mission. But man, I don't know where people get this from perpetually. You know what I mean? Like, it's okay to put something off. It's not okay. You know that. But let's just say hypothetically, you're like, yeah, I'll get to it next week. And maybe you don't get it to it next week. Maybe not even next six months, but you eventually get to it. In an ideal world, you would never wait. I mean, you would just do it because you understand tomorrow isn't guaranteed. But until you get something shaken up in your life, maybe you lose a parent, a child, God forbid, just like the worst uh, parent a sibling, an aunt and uncle, a good friend, then it really rattles your cage it, to, almost to your core. Where you're like, holy moly. And I, I can't tell you how many times I've seen somebody on Facebook sell everything and move to a place that they've always wanted to go because they lost their wife or they lost their husband. They're like, what the hell did I ever accumulate all this stuff for? It doesn't make any sense in the world. I remember seeing a lady uh, that I used to work with and she lost her husband and she just got rid of ever. I mean, I remember her and she took a picture of her garage and saying, what am I doing with all this shit? And that's what her, that was her post. And she was never anybody to cuss. I mean, you couldn't get her to say boo, just a, a super great lady, but it really rattled her. You could tell that post, you know, I'm selling everything and I'm buying a motorcycle <laughs> and I'm gonna join a Harley group and ride on the weekends. I mean, it was amazing to watch it. So sad that what it took to jolt her, but amazing to see her then just say, that's it. I'm going for it. And when we talk about money, we, we talked to our buddy Murray yesterday. You heard on the podcast. And I like chatting with Murray because you can tell we have no script. <laughs> I don't know if you've been able to tell that yet. We have no script. We hit record and we start talking. And that's what really makes a great podcast is no script in interviews. He had no idea what I was going to ask him, as you could tell, because he kind of took some time to think 
about what he was going to say. And when I talk to people like Murray, men and women like Murray who have made millions of dollars, they never get excited jumping up and down about, oh my God, look how much money I made. As opposed to a lot of the videos you see on the internet where people are like, oh my God, look how much money I made. Yeah, here's my plane and here's my second home. And they're literally filling their bathtub with $100 bills and, you know, rolling around in it. That's so stupid, you know? Yeah, we need money. We talked about it yesterday. We talked we talked about why money's important, but not because of why most people think it's important, you know? Do you want hospital wings built in your name? Do you want mission trips funded from your church? And yeah, do you want to be able to bless generations of your family? That's it's all biblical, by the way, you know? We're creating wealth for generations of your family to inherit. Absolutely. That's that's awesome. Who wouldn't want to leave your children and your grandchildren in better shape than what you had? I mean, I think that's the number one motive for every parent out there, never every normal parent, would you would love for your child to have more than what you had. I mean, would be, why? Because you love your kids. God loves you. God wants you to have more. But he wants you to do it the right way, ethically, morally. It's a hard issue. You know, if you love money, then you can't serve God. You can't serve two masters. So how do you balance that? Well, you balance it by figuring out what am I good at? What do I really enjoy doing? Some would call that spiritual gifts. You know, my spiritual gift is motivation and encouragement. And I've been told my entire life that, well, certainly my entire adult life, that you can't make a living doing that. And it's hokey and it's stupid and you're a moron and you're an ex-stutter and you, you, you suck. I mean, basically from friends, from family, I mean, from all of strangers, you know, on the internet, you know, tell me. But you have to understand that he who is inside of you is much greater than anybody that's coming at you. And if you, you know, really need to be encouraged, I would highly recommend you do that and start understanding you were created in the eye of, uh, you're in a miracle in the eye of the creator himself. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Am I right? Of course. Now, how does that translate to earning income? You earn income by figuring out what that spiritual gift is. Ask people, hey, what do you think I'm good at? What do I like? What do I, and don't get in the thing like, you know, I, okay, I figured it out. Now what? When do I get the money coming? It's not like that. Because do you, how bad do you really want this thing? You know, most people are like, oh, I, I really enjoy this and I'm going to go after that. And, but you know, I, I can't have, it can't take forever. Well, what's forever? I mean, you went to college, you got out when you were 22, you were willing to dedicate 45 years to the man and you can't dedicate four to five years for this thing to, to take hold. You imagine how much you're separated right now, just by understanding what that you, what you really love to do. That right there separates you from just about everybody else, at least everybody I know, that I used to know, rather. I don't hang around individuals. I, I really don't hang around people that often. I don't go, like, searching for friends. If I happen to, you know, come across somebody who wants to grab a beer or do this or that, that's fine. That's very surfacey. I love it. I love talking about life. But I mean a real friend. Friends encourage you. Friends cheer you on. Friends hold you accountable. Friends call you out on your BS, you know? How many of those do you have? I don't know. If you can name them on one hand, you're lucky, you know? So I don't go searching for, you know, edification from human beings to tell me, you know, oh, you're doing great, Sam, or hey, you suck, Crowley. You know, it's going to be all over the board, you know? What I like to do is, am I right with my family? Am I right with God? All right, well, that's cool. Everything else I put out, well, it'll make money because I really love what I do. I think I'm getting pretty good at what I do. I do this podcast almost every single day. I really enjoy doing it. The feedback seems to be pretty good. And it's been going for 15, 16 years now. In order for you to get going, you got to get this thing going and see it through. And you can't have this microwave mentality that a lot of other people have about the money, about the money. I mean, if you did it and you weren't getting paid, would you still do it? 
I would say, yeah, I would still have a podcast even if I wasn't getting paid to do it. And the way I get paid is I send people to my page, launchwithsam.com. They book a call and I sell them coaching. And the beauty of it is they know when they go to that page, they're already going to be working with me one-on-one and that there's an investment. And I tell them, I mention on the podcast all the time, don't do it. Don't put yourself in the awkward situation where you and I have a conversation for 20 minutes or a half hour and you're like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. I love it. I want my job. Oh, I can't afford it. <laughs> I mean, that it's not awkward for me. It's awkward for you because you've just now, after 30 minutes of being your biggest cheerleader, threw water all over the fire. Because of what? Because of money. It all comes back to it. See what I mean? It all comes back to it. It's a smokescreen. You know, everybody has access to funds, regardless of what you what you want to do. I bet if you met the love of your life and they were halfway across the world, you would find a way to fly there to meet them. You know what I mean? Somebody you met online. And so I really think it's important that we commit, we figure out what our spiritual gift is, we commit to that, we commit to monetizing that by putting all the free content you possibly can think of out there. I, I really enjoy audios because they're free to do. There's very little editing involved. And you can reach a global audience. Super, super quick. But go back and listen to that interview we did with Murray yesterday and then just think about, you know, do these people, I mean, real millionaires don't talk about the money. They talk about the memories that they make with their family, okay, and with people in service that they do. You know, I know know a lot of Christian millionaires. I'm sure you do too. And the real ones, the real ones, okay, not the phony ones, the real ones, you'd be hard-pressed to find out how much money they had in the bank. You know what I mean? It's not like you're meeting them at Panera Bread for a cup of coffee and they bring their checkbook and want to show you the balance or an ATM receipt. It's not like that. It's not the way people operate. All right. What I want you to do is to be encouraged that you have a gift unique only to you. And you do have a million dollar message attached to that gift. The question is, are you going to do it? If yes, when? Put a date to it. Today would be a really good time to start. Do you got to be great? Nope. Does it have to be perfect? No way. It can be a two out of scale of 10. But the fact that you got going separates you now from who you used to be. Yesterday, you wouldn't have done it at all. Today, you did. That's a big freaking deal, man. That's a big deal. Who cares what the output looks like out of the gate? Every time you get going, it's never going to be as good as it's going to be three, six months from now. But if you don't get started, you'll never have that to benchmark against. So get started now. I'd love to help you get started now, by the way. It's always launchwithsam.com. And there's always a spot on my calendar for you and I to work together one-on-one. Question is, are you ready? And that's a question only you can answer. So let's have a day today. All right. Have the best day ever. And that's a wrap. Another Everyday Saturday podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do your boy a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to the Everyday Saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show? It helps amazing people like you find the show faster. And that's what I'm looking for, amazing people like you. Hey, I'm always hanging out on the interwebs. You can check me out on Instagram, at Everyday is Saturday. Let me know you're listening to the show. Love, 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 love hearing from fans of the Everyday Saturday podcast. And one last thing, when you're ready to launch, get on my calendar, go to launchwithsam.com. You and I are going to work together to set rocket fuel to your dream. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'll see you on the next Everyday is Saturday podcast.